Today's gospel passage might be a little confusing. It is one that um, Jesus seems a little harsh. He dismisses this Samaritan or this Canaanite woman, uh, dis- dismisses her very quickly, and in a way, insults her. That does not settle well in my soul, and I'm sure it doesn't in yours either. This woman is a Gentile. She's not Jewish. They're not in a Jewish land. They're in Tyre and Sidon, which were Gentile. Canaanites themselves did not worship. You know, we can have the quibble of whether uh, Muslims and Jews and, and Christians all worship the same God. We do. We worship God in, in different ways, and we have different understandings of God. We as Christians, of course, God is Trinity, God is love, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, perfectly united. The Jewish people uh, have an understanding of God as uh, Father, but uh, no Son and no Holy Spirit. And the, the, the Muslims, various other, but Canaanites didn't worship this God, they worshipped false gods, and they had a multitude of gods, one in particular, And so this woman comes to Jesus and begs him. You have to wonder what was it about Jesus that led her to understand that Jesus could do something for her. She even uses the title, Lord, Son of David. She understands, or must have understood, that Jesus was in the line of David, was really heir to the kingdom of Judah, actually all of all of Israel and not only that but somehow was a healer she understood that her daughter was tormented by a demon we might uh, modern days we we too easily dismiss the demonic part of the reason most of us probably haven't had an experience of the demonic is the presence of grace and life uh, of Christ uh, in our church in our lives But before the death and resurrection of Jesus, of course, the demonic had sway in the world. And in a way, it still does. She understands that Jesus, even if he's just not fully understanding, that he has some control over this demon that's possessed her daughter. She has no right to ask. Again, a Canaanite woman asking a Jewish man, asking what she understands to be the heir apparent, asking someone who is powerful. The disciples send her away, dismiss her. And Jesus says, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. He understands that his mission is first and foremost to the people of Israel, those who are scattered. This doesn't mean that his only mission was there, but his first mission. It was his first step. That the gospel needed to be preached to them first. And then St. Paul would say, doesn't say it in today's second reading, but uh, he hints at it, that it was first to the Gentile or to the Jewish people, and after the Jewish people have who had received that gospel and responded to the gospel, responded then to all the world. In fact, we hear in the end of Matthew, go forth, baptizing all nations. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. 
They're, they're called to all nations. But at this point in the gospel, this point in the, the written gospels, I should say, the gospel was only for the people of Israel. And he dismisses her with this, what could be seen as an insult. I don't think it was, because I think Jesus knew how she was going to respond, and he wanted, he wanted the disciples to hear her response, to hear her faith. It's not right to take the food of the children and throw it out to the dogs. In a way, he does call her a dog. This was a common racial slur for those that were not of the same race. So Canaanites would have called Jews that. Jews would have called Canaanites that. Jews would have called uh, anyone else that. In fact, Romans uh, called anyone who was not Roman dogs. This was an insult. Now, I know these days to be called a dog is sometimes, it depends on how it's said, oh, you lucky dog is a good thing. But not only that, Jews and Canaanites had different understandings of dogs. Jews, dogs were an unclean animal, an animal that was good for hunting, to take hunting, not to go hunt get accused of dog uh, uh, abuse or something like that. But, uh, but they were left outside. Dogs were not allowed in the house. So when Jesus says it's not right to take the food of the children and throw it to the dogs, he means literally to take the, the meal while they're still eating it and to take the whole meal and throw it outside the house to the dogs. But as a Canaanite, she would have understood the dogs as almost a family pet. Like many of us, perhaps. How many of us have dogs? And not only is a dog inside, but sometimes even in our bedrooms, sleeping at our feet. She would have had that understanding of a dog. So when she responds, please, Lord, for even the dogs eat the scraps that fall from the table of their masters, she's saying, look, I know I'm not at the table as a child, but I am at the table as a dog underneath it, maybe. And I just want a scrap. I just want a little piece. Whatever it is that the children aren't eating, I'll take. Isn't that a statement of faith? That I will take what they do not want. And she understands that things are being wasted. She understands that Jesus' first message, message, first preaching, first mission, is to the Jewish people. But she understands also that he somehow cares about her. A woman, great is your faith. So often in our prayer, we might ask God for something, and, and so often we might give up. We might say, well, he's not giving it. Sometimes we might not like the answer. But this woman gives us a model of faith. She keeps asking. She doesn't allow the, the Lord, and not that he's tricking her, but the Lord to uh, test us, to deter us. The Lord is testing her, and sometimes the Lord tests us. Do we have the courage to be like her, to keep coming back, to say, Lord, help me, help me? 
We hear in today's gospel, or second reading rather, that St. Paul is called to preach to the Gentiles. And thank God for that. I haven't got my DNA tested, but I'm, I know I don't have, I'm relatively sure anyway, that I don't have any Jewish DNA in me. Our ancestors received that gospel because of their ancestors. Eventually, it goes back to the apostles, who understood their mission was not only to the Jewish people, but to all people. That we, of all nations, have come to worship, have come to understand that Jesus Christ not only is heir of the kingdom of David, but is the Son of God, the Redeemer, the one who saves us. Those gifts that God gave are irrevocable, St. Paul tells us. He is not going to call them back. And we might not be able to put them to use because of we're caught in lives of sin, but even those caught in sin still have God's grace ready to be poured upon them. That God is not going to take it away. That means we have a task. Not only are we called to be persistent in our faith, which is, again, a gift that God has given, but we are to call others to understand that now they're not outside, but they're inside, and to invite all people to the table of God's kingdom, that they're not dogs, but they're adopted brothers and sisters in the Lord, having a share given a share of faith. 